The Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Hi, great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. There's a lot going on, lots to get to. Rudy Giuliani at the bottom of the hour, America's mayor. He is having lunch as I talk to him in uh, an Italian restaurant in Binghamton, New York. Along with his, uh, his son, Andrew, who's running for governor of the great state of New York. We talk about Roe v. Wade. We talk about the gun decision that just happened in the Supreme Court. We also talk about the prospects of his son becoming the governor of New York and maybe fixing things and allowing people more freedom and liberty and actually bringing back some prosperity to that great state. We've got that for you. Plus, um, in just a second, Carrie will have the story about school choice, that there was a decision today on school choice as well that isn't being talked about much because of this big hubbub over Roe v. Wade, and we'll continue to talk about Roe v. Wade as well, because this is the monumental date, 49 years in the making, to uh, to fix the judicial activism that happened in 1973 when it comes to that decision. Joe Pag Show, glad to have you here on a Friday. Free Friday! Ah, uh, freedom. Freedom! Uh-huh. Freedom! Say what? Freedom! Bring it now. Freedom! Ba-da-ba-ba-da-ba. Carrie, how's it going? It's going all right. Polo making it happen. Sam into his house. Had a guy write me today, Carrie. He said, can you please, for once, please, when you do the Friday song, you always make yourself fart first. Can you make Carrie fart first this time? No, he did not get that. Carrie, I literally, why would I make that? That's a, such a dumb thing to make up. A guy emailed <laughs> no, me asking me to please let you be the first fart. And, and well, um, really I, gross. I, I don't play that song third hour, but I will hear just to, just to, this is really? what he's talking about. Wow. What? This is not me, people. Here we go. That was Carrie. No. <laughs> just doesn't work. Really? <laughs> Again, Carrie. <laughs> I have no, no, no idea. No, no. This is how into the show they are, though. This guy honestly <laughs> wanted mean, me to say your name first. Can you imagine? No. He's had a rough Please week. don't ever do that again. Yeah. It may be a thing now. That may be a thing. No, it's not a thing. Never That, a that thing. could be a thing. No. All right. So uh, there was a school choice decision today. And, Actually on uh, Tuesday. Oh, was it? We didn't. We just found out about it today? This is how non-important I mean, people uh, on the left find this to be because they would have been reporting it, right? Um, it's about guns and abortion, yeah. But a lot right. of people don't know this, I would imagine. Well, okay, let me set it up a little bit. Okay. School choice, for those who don't know, this is this is not some right-wing, radical, conservative, rich people thing. School choice is very simply explained as we are forced through our property taxes to pay for schools, public schools. If school sucks, we still have to pay for it. If the kids are all failing, we still have to pay for it. If they're radicalized teachers and administrators, we still have to pay for it. So those of us who believe in the ability to educate our kids in a better way than we're getting from public schools sometimes, we say, hey, I'd like for there to be a choice. And that school money, like I've got two children that are in uh, in school now. One's in elementary, one is in, in um, middle school. I would like to take those funds and either send my kids to the public school in my district or send my kid to a charter school or send my kid to a private school, send my kid to a religious school. And the left's argument is that somehow this is going to make education worse and we're hurting public schools. Well, I've explained this 30,000 times and I'll make it 30,000 plus one right now. This would exponentially help lower income people. This would exponentially help those in crime ridden areas. This would exponentially help those who are in school districts that aren't performing. 
very well. This is not going to be something that will help rich people. This will, by and large, be something that will raise the ability for those who are lower income to give their kids a better education. I've never understood the argument against it by the left because the left purports to somehow support uh, lower income people, minorities, and so on. So this would help out those people that the left pretends to look out for. So I guess this ruling happened three days ago, and we had no idea because Roe v. Wade is so much bigger and guns are so much bigger. But the argument was that you couldn't use public school dollars in a choice situation to send children to religious schools, and that was actually ruled against. Carrie, what do you have? From U.S. News, in a boon to private school choice advocates, the Supreme Court on Tuesday ruled that Maine's school voucher program, which bars religious schools from participating, is unconstitutional. A decision with far-reaching implications stands to loosen restrictions on the use of public education dollars for religious schools. In a 6-3 ruling, Chief Justice John Roberts, in writing for the majority, held that Maine's program violates the constitutional guarantee to practice religion free from government interference. Because the benefits hinge on whether a school is religious, he wrote, the program effectively penalizes the free exercise of religion. Maine's decision to continue excluding religious schools from its tuition assistance program, Roberts wrote, promotes stricter separation of church and state than the federal constitution requires. At issue in Carson versus Macon is a school voucher program in Maine that allows families to live in rural areas that do not have a designated high school to enroll their children in a non-sectarian school of their choice, which excludes religious schools. The plaintiffs in the case argued the law unfairly excludes religious schools and violates their First Amendment rights. And the state's lower courts disagreed, finding that Maine was within its rights to limit the tuition assistance program. But the Supreme Court's ruling on Tuesday undoes that. Good. And the reason I say good is we've made this this bogus idea, this this sort of line in the sand, that you can't have anything that is related to public funding going towards anything that is faith-based. That's never been true. In fact, this whole separation of church and state was something that was written in a letter to a Baptist church, I believe, by Thomas Jefferson back in the day. It has nothing to do with the Constitution. The Constitution makes it very clear. You can worship as you see fit, government can't stop you, and the government can't establish a religion for the people of the country. That was really important to the founders because in England, you were forced to be Anglican. It was important to the founders that you have the ability to worship as you see fit or not worship at all, and at the same time, the government couldn't tell you exactly what religion you had to be. This makes us a far better society for people of all backgrounds, religious backgrounds, creeds, the whole, whatever you want to fill in the blank with, um, you know, when it comes to their faith. So the idea that there was some separation between the state, the established government and church was a fallacy from the beginning because the house of representatives was one of the first bodies in this country to ever distribute the Holy Bible period. That's a fact. They still open their sessions every day with a prayer. So the idea that there was this disconnect and they could not even acknowledge each other is an idea that's just not true. And the Furfers, the Freedom From Religion Foundation and people like that, have been lying about this religious clause or the Establishment Clause for a long time. So let let me make sure that I I spell this out as clearly as I can. This case in Maine was saying, no, 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 you can't use those funds in a school choice situation to send children to religious schools because of the inherent separation of church and state. And the Supreme Court said, yeah, not so fast. 
John Roberts, in writing, and again, he's this sort of lefty guy, in writing his opinion, said, well, that's not really the case. I mean, you're making more of a separation than there really is supposed to be. And, of course, they could send their kids there uh, with that money that's being used for choice. I mean, Carrie, that is what they said, right? Uh, That is correct. So, listen, if you're an advocate for school choice, if you're an advocate for a better education for your child, if you're an advocate to get your child out of a failing school and put him or her in a school that's doing better, then this is something that's good for you. Now, those on the left will pretend this is bad because now we're somehow cramming religion down our throat. No, we're not. Nobody says you have to send your kids to that school. Nobody says your kids have to be that religion. Nobody's saying your family has to pray that way. What they're saying is if you made the choice to send your kids to that Montessori school or that or to that Muslim school or to that Jewish school, you can do so and use the choice money to do that. This is not the government at all funding, financing, and pushing for people to go to a religious school if they don't want to. And this, again, is good. This is not the death knell of public schools. This, in fact, will tell public schools, do better, and you might be able to keep this funding. This is literally telling the public school, this is now on you to raise your game so that when people do have a choice, they choose to send their kid to public school. Listen, if the public school in my area is better than the charter school or the private school or the Christian, Jewish, Muslim school, I'm going to send my kid to the public school if it's better. This competition will raise the game and force public schools to do better. Your thoughts when we come back, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. A lot of people still want to talk about Roe v. Wade. That is out the window. That ruling is gone. The states will now decide about abortion. I'll take your calls on that as well. Keep it here. Coming back. This is the Joe Pag Show. Glad to have you. It's the Joe Pag Show. Rudy Giuliani in about 13, 14 minutes, and he joins us from an Italian restaurant in New York, which is kind of cool. The ambient noise is all there, so we'll definitely um, have him talking about what, what's happening in Binghamton, New York, which is where he was. He was on tour with his son, Andrew, who is running for governor of the great state of New York. We talk about Roe v. Wade, this decision. Uh, Rudy Giuliani was a pro-choice guy uh, in the day. We talked today about where he is on abortion today. It's an interesting conversation. Make sure you stick around. Uh, to, to check that out. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Definitely want to hear from you. Let me first tell you about Super Beats, a great sponsor of the program. And Super Beats, a great sponsor of uh, of support for your blood your, your blood flow, your circulation, your blood pressure, your cardiovascular health. You're trying to do the right things for yourself when it comes to um, to health to health decisions, right? Well, when we're talking about Super Beats, we're talking about non-GMO beets, and grapeseed extract combined to make Superbeats Heart Chews. Superbeats Heart Chews will give you a great level of energy throughout your day. And as we get older, we feel less energy. We get tired quicker. So instead of caffeine and a bunch of it, instead of energy drinks, instead of sugary drinks, why not try Superbeats Heart Chews? Just two of these in the morning will support a healthy lifestyle. And again, grapeseed extract and non-GMO beets combined taste absolutely dynamite. I want you to check them out, okay? To make it easy to get started, I got you up to 45% off plus. Free shipping at joelovesbeats.com. 
It's their best offer available anywhere, so hurry up. It's joelovesbeats.com for up to 45% off. You've got to do it right now. J-O-E-L-O-V-E-S-B-E-E-T-S.com. Joelovesbeats.com. Get this done for you, for your family. You're going to love this stuff. Let me go to the phone lines. I appreciate you taking the time. Randy, what's going on in California? Yeah, good afternoon. Hi. Hey, I have a question. With the rescinding of Roe versus Wade, does that cut off the federal funding for the abortion clinics? No. It doesn't. That would have to be a separate case. I think they probably could get that done if we have the wherewithal in our members of Congress, both in the House and the Senate, but this does not automatically cut off that funding. It's a half a billion dollars a year that they're getting. That's too bad it didn't cut it off. It did not, Randy. So that was not part of the case at all. Um, but, but again, now I think the door is open to pro- possibly taking a look at that. Let me go back out. It's still in California. Pierre, what's going on? Hi. Hey, Joe. What's hey. up? Hey, man. Uh, Living the dream. What's happening? I was actually wondering about your opinion on the vasectomy. Like, do you think people should be allowed to do that? Why not? It's their body, right? Yeah, right? So, yes. isn't that the same opinion you should have about abortion? No. I don't putting my feet right to the head, but... What's that? No. Well, no, no, absolutely not. So, uh, you, you understand what abortion does, right? Mm, yeah, like uh, just... Uh, How is it the same thing the as a vasectomy? Went... Sorry? How is it the same as a vasectomy? You're just uh, stopping the seed. Mm, right, but the abortion is actually getting rid of a, 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 a sperm and an egg that are combined in conception. You understand that, right? One is just a sperm that you're stopping in a vasectomy. Tying your fallopian tubes to getting your tubes tied would just stop the egg. You're talking in an abortion of getting rid of a conceived egg that would make a human. You, don't, you didn't know that? Okay, so should we keep clinics to tie tubes and to do uh, vasectomies? Well, I don't Should think that, that be like a good opinion to have in the U.S. Well, no, you can. In who, general, who said that vasectomies and tubes t- being tied is illegal? You can go do that tomorrow if you want. Because, yeah, because, because you're, you not, you're not getting rid of a conceived human. Do, then, if we're stopping abortion everywhere, Pierre, listen, I I can tell that your that your your original language is French, but I think you understand English very well. Let me say it again: a sperm on its own is not a conceived egg. An egg on its own is not a conceived egg. A sperm and egg combined to make a conceived human being that will be born one day should it go through the proper um, steps. So what is it that, that makes you compare one or the other to the combined entity? You understand a conceived egg is where I think life starts. That's where my Lord thinks life starts. That's where the judges are now saying life starts. How are you comparing that to the individual entities that are not combined yet? Well, actually, I'm trying to discuss the line where it is. And uh, I yeah, I do have some French origins. Yeah. Of course, Pierre do- does give it. Yes. But uh, what I'm trying to see is also, should we then give more options to people to tie their tubes and these kind of things? If they don't have the right to abort, then they should have the right to do everything else, right? Pierre, you are not making a comparison that makes sense. I know you think you are, but you're not. Let me say it one more time. We're talking about a fertilized, conceived human being, which would combine what the man gives and what the woman gives. You're talking about individually tying tubes. If she wants to do that, she can. You're talking about him individually getting a vasectomy, which is tying the tubes. He can do that if he wants. 
But once the egg is conceived, it's a different human being, different DNA, different chromosomes, different entity. Why are you making a comparison to the individual parts? I, I'm not following you. Make me understand. Oh, it's uh, it's part of the process of conception, right? Like you have to put them all together. So if you're uh, prohibiting the last step, then maybe the first step could be made more incentivized. You should have the right to have access to it. I, I, I don't. I've more. never. I've never it's gotten a vasectomy, and I, and I I I have access to it. I'm not incentivized to get a vasectomy. I don't know if you are or not, but if you want to go and get one, I support your ability to go and get a vasectomy. I support a woman's ability to get her tubes tied. But the comparison you're making doesn't make sense, and either you're going to agree with me that it doesn't make sense because I've made a very good case, or you're just going to say the same thing again and you're boring me. <laughs> I'm sorry if I'm boring you. Yes, you, well, you are. I mean, three, three and a half minutes of me trying to tell you that what you're saying doesn't make sense, and you're just not listening. Should we incentivize vasectomies? No. You want to go get one, go get one. Should we incentivize getting your tubes tied? No. You want to go get them tied, get them tied. Well, how's that different than abortion? Because you're aborting a conceived egg. Are you serious, Pierre? Carrie, am I missing something there in the education that you try to give Pierre? I don't think so, no. Was I, was I scientifically correct as far as you know? Mm, yeah, yeah. Again, Pierre, I support your ability to get a vasectomy if you want. God bless you. Let me go to uh, Andrew, Las Vegas. Let's go. Hey, Joe, uh, hey. I just want to make sure that everyone understands that I'm a male. Yes. So this is a male point of view. Okay. Okay. Uh, quite simply, if a woman doesn't want to get into an abortion situation, then don't have sex. What? You pregnant. stop it. You stop it. If there's extenuating circumstances of incest or uh, rape or something like that, that can be addressed. But that, I mean, they're already in control of their body. Yes. They don't need anything else. Yes. You and I agree. I mean, I'm not going to argue with you. Um, as long as we're not talking about vasectomies, I'm good. Let me go to uh, Sean, who is in California. Sean, talk to me. Let's go. Oh, got a couple points, but just um, I work in a school district in the central California or central coast of California. Okay. I know for a fact that the students are the, the school district makes about 90 to $95 a day per student okay. when they attend school. That comes up to about $16,000 a year that could be applied, I think, to either choices of um, charter schools, homeschooling, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, that's where they get the money. They should have a choice. Yeah, they get money when the kids attend. But when the kids don't attend, the district loses money. The state holds on to it. I would have, what they do with it, I don't know. But that's yeah. a lot of money every year that could be applied. I agree with you on um, um, pro-life, 100%. Yeah. One of the saddest things I think I see in the school district right now is that we don't do any type of sex education until they get into high school. We don't even talk about the body, the penis, the vagina, any of that. We don't talk about it until they're a ninth grader. Later on in ninth grade, I have 13, 14, 15-year-old girls pregnant carrying around babies, and or getting abortions is really, really sad to see. Sean, so, I hear you. I've got, I've got to run. A couple of things. I had sex ed when I was in seventh grade. I was 12 years old, I believe. I think that's probably appropriate with the parents saying yes to that. Um, so if we're not teaching that, we should be teaching that because that's kind of ridiculous to, make, to, to not make somebody aware. Tori, I don't have time for you. Can the POTUS make an executive decision to overturn SCOTUS? The answer is absolutely not. 
An executive order cannot overturn a ruling by the Supreme Court. They would have to make legislation in the House and the Senate, and then it can be challenged to the Supreme Court again, but the president cannot do that. Keep it here. Rudy Giuliani, when we come back, stay here. Joe Pags. Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. It's always a pleasure to hook up with uh, America's mayor. It's Rudy Giuliani. He's actually on the campaign trail with his son, Andrew, who's running for governor of the great state of New York, and they're getting Italian food, making me very hungry. Rudy, how are you? <laughs> well, I'm very, very good now that I'm at Amici's restaurant in Binghamton for a little Italian food because we still have a lot more to go on the trail. We just had a wonderful press conference with Doug Mastriano, who I know you respect very much. Yeah. Doug is the Doug is already the Republican candidate for governor of Pennsylvania. Right. He won. He won with almost no money. He ran against the Rhino Party. They tortured the man because he was the one who gave us the first hearing on the witnesses so that civilians could come out and testify right. about election fraud. And they called him, oh, God, what they did, to, he won by 50%. Right now, the latest poll against the Democrat, they're even, which you know means he's ahead by 10%. <laughs> it probably does, because Pennsylvania is pretty screwy when it comes to elections. We'll talk more about that in a second. Obviously, we had some huge decisions that were made by the Supreme Court today. School choice, you had guns yesterday. Um, uh, today, you had Roe v. Wade was overturned. Let me start with guns. Because it's so New York specific. That case was about New York and the hoops that you have to jump through if you want to be able to, to exercise your Second Amendment right in that great state. You had Kathy Hochul, the governor, come out. You had Eric Adams, the mayor of New York City, come out. Going to be the Wild Wild West. This was a horrible decision. We're not going to abide by the decision. Tell me how important this is for the people of New York that they have that right, Rudy. Well, I mean, the mayor lives in his own, I don't know, tuxedo cocktail party world. Yeah. New York City is the wild, wild west under Adams. It has more crime than under de Blasio, which no one possibly could have imagined. So if you are saying that giving legal people the opportunity to defend themselves makes it the wild, wild west, you don't know what the hell you're talking about. Right. I, I, mean, could, I couldn't agree more. When I was the mayor... I took over with 2,400 murders. I left it with 600. You might be able to say, at that number, the NYPD can protect you. Yes. When Bloomberg got it down to 300, you might say that. But now that we've been doubling murder every year, people can't defend themselves. And it's worse in the rest of America than, than it is in, in, in New York. So don't tell me you're going to hold the police back. You can have somebody kill me and my family, and I can't defend myself. I'm sorry. I'm in America, and I'm also a human being. I, I saw don't let I, anybody take advantage of me. I saw a piece of video, Rudy, of uh, Kathy Hochul walking from one place to another. She was surrounded by eight armed guards. She was protected. She had no fear for her safety. Eric Adams, whenever he speaks, is always protected by good guys with guns. You know, well, and well, he gets very nervous about it, too. I know Adams, and I know the cops with him. The guy. I mean, the guy observed 
a robbery in a in a subway station right when he became mayor. And he sent his security people. He didn't go himself. Wow. Bernie Carrick made five arrests when he was mayor because Bernie Carrick was a real cop and Adams is a showboat. I keep asking, hey, who did Adams ever arrest when he was the mayor? I, mean, I can't. Can you imagine watching a guy getting beat up and going to tell other people to take care of it if you're a cop? Nope. So no, I, 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 I can't, but but he ran as the law enforcement guy. You and I agree that Curtis Lee should have won. Curtis really does bleed New York City blue and, and red. Every day, every day, more and more people wear, I should have voted for Sliwa. I made a mistake. I should have voted for Sliwa. Well, well you know this, 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 this guy Adam shows up in Beverly Hills, Rudy, to raise money with, with a bunch of elitists out in California. What is he doing for New York other than complaining about his press coverage and complaining now that New Yorkers can defend themselves? He's getting us killed. Yeah. He's getting us killed, robbed, raped uh, in numbers that are higher than de Blasio, if anybody thought that was possible. But thank God he's got a 29% approval rating, yeah. worse than Biden's 36%. And Hochul needs guards, not only because she's scared out of her mind, but she doesn't even know where she's going. Right. No, well, that's I mean, true. I mean, Chip, where she's got, uh, she's got one purpose, I think, in running, and that's funneling money into her husband's concession company. Right. And the liberal crooked press in New York doesn't report that that whole controversial deal over the Buffalo Bill Stadium, her husband is going to be one of the biggest beneficiaries of that deal because he has the concessions. And when Yankee Stadium went up, the concessions went up three times. It's a, We're talking millions and millions. Just another Democrat crook whose lieutenant governor went out in like two days. I mean, Spitzer and Cuomo at least lasted a few years before they had to go out on, on scandals. Right. Our, our controller took about a year or two to put him in jail. I mean, she loses a lieutenant governor right away. And she's funneling millions to her husband and nobody's covering it. And, and and she wants people to be her apostles and disciples. She's a very strange person, without a doubt. It's Rudy Giuliani. Make sure you go check out RudyGiulianiCS.com. He's an incredible talk show host. Check out his podcasts. Uh, listen to him on WABC. Of course, his son is running for governor of the great state of New York now, Andrew Giuliani. We'll talk about that in a second. When, 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 um, when Roe v. Wade happened, Rudy, I was only six or seven years old. I don't remember it, really. Of course, I've studied it since then. This was a takeover by the federal government of something that was not in the Constitution that should have been left to the states. It was a bad ruling in 1973. Oh, this, no this, this Supreme Court, the way it's, uh, way it's put together now, without a doubt does the right thing and says, no, this is a state's issue. We're not going to have this sort of uh, overlording rule in the, in the Supreme Court of the federal government. This was the right decision, wasn't it? On the law, forget uh, uh, abortion if you're for it or against it. On the way we interpret law in the United States, it was the only decision... The Supreme Court has no power but the power given to it by the Constitution. There is no right to an abortion in the Constitution. They had to create it. And they created it with an opinion by Justice Douglas called Griswold versus Connecticut. Right. Where he said there's no right to privacy in the Constitution. But there are penumbras, shadows that create rights. So this, this is a social activist decision 
completely contrary to American law. It ruins the Supreme Court interpretations for 20 years. It's one of the reasons why we had a crime spree in the 70s, because criminals were given all kinds of rights that don't exist. And I think it's the reason why America is, is becoming an immoral country. I think when you when you kill so many babies, and don't tell me, now I'm, I'm not going to fight with you over the first three months, although I have come to believe we should not have abortion at all. Yeah. Although I did support it for the first three months, but they abused it. They took me to the point where if you give them an arm, they're going to take a leg. And I mean that literally. And yes. yes. And therefore, I think the only way we solve this is no abortion. Put up with it. If you have a baby, I'm sorry how bad the burdens are. We all have burdens. Americans go to war and they get killed. They have burdens to protect life. When you get pregnant, you now have the choice of whether to protect life or destroy it. And even if it's a big burden on you, I'm sorry, God gives people some burdens. But we and, 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 we, and we have to deal with those burdens that we all do individually. What's interesting and is... Get, and we all have them. If it's yes. an abortion, don't tell me only women have burdens with abortion. Men go to war and get killed. They get mangled through tunnel to towers. We build smart homes yes. for men who don't have arms and legs. Why did they do it? To save the lives of other people. We we can't say to women, you can't kill babies. And no, now it's, they it's, it's a great point. It, now, it, they, now, they, now they want to do it in the eighth and ninth month. Oh, no, as as the baby's in the birth canal, go ahead and kill it. Some is In California, there's one guy who is pushing, kill the baby after it's born if you don't want it. So, yeah, no, so this, 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 is, this, this has gone uh, beyond the pale, Rudy. You know that. But this ruling doesn't even outlaw abortion. All it says is the states get to decide. So where I am in Texas, there will not be abortion. In New York, there will be. In California, there will be. In Missouri, there won't be. So this is what it should be. The Tenth Amendment says, if we don't mention it here, in this document, the states get to decide. This isn't very controversial. This is just the way the document was made. No, we're going back to what we are, a democracy. Yeah. Rather than a Supreme Court or a president dictating to us. We're going back to what we're supposed to be, a democracy, both on guns and on abortion. As far as guns are control, somebody wrote an article yesterday saying there'll be no restrictions on guns. That's not true. If you read the opinion, you can keep it from mentally ill people. Yes. Which they don't do right now. Right. Hochul, Hochul could have prevented Buffalo if her police, her mental officials, and her school officials felt that they should report it because they were afraid that Hochul would fire them if they didn't. They know that Hochul doesn't give a damn about reducing crime. And right. they never report it, even though we have a law requiring it. So don't tell me about gun control reducing crime. I reduce more crime than anybody in the history of the last hundred years. Gun control does not reduce crime, and three quarters of the reports show that. In fact, a quarter of the reports show that gun control increases crime because an innocent person has no ability to defend himself. Right. And when we're being slaughtered right now in record numbers, it couldn't be a worse time to have gun control.
RudyGiulianiCS.com. RudyGiulianiCS.com. Go to that website. Check out his podcast. Check out his radio show. It's America's Mayor Rudy Giuliani. I was talking to our mutual friend Michael Franzese the other day, and I said, Michael, if they outlawed guns, was the mob done? And he started laughing. He said, Joe, I could have gotten, I could have gotten an arsenal anytime I wanted. He said, we were the bad guys. We had access to every gun we wanted. We get a bazooka if we wanted it. So the idea that the that the citizenry would not have guns was good for us. He said. Well, you know, every time Schumer says this, I said, uh, Chuck, you must be a moron. Uh, criminal criminals do not respond to controls. Right. Don't you know that? I mean, that, and there are anywhere between 300 million and 500 million illegal guns in America. So we keep it out of the hands of the good guys. The bad guys just go get more of them. And, and that makes no sense. In a country where we're a different kind of country, which is why we're so great. We're a country with individual rights. Yes. I have the individual right to protect my life, my children's life, my grandchildren's life, and my friend's life. I have an inherent right to do that. If the government has failed in its ability to protect us, and I'm sorry, no government has failed more than the Biden government in protecting America. And don't take it from me. We had record murders last year yes. under that moron. And, and we had record deaths from fentanyl because it came across the border. We had right. record people coming across the border. It's Rudy Giuliani, RudyGiulianiCS.com. I don't want to miss out on talking about Andrew. Just one more question about abortion. Already you're seeing threats of violence. A night of rage by the left. Maxine Waters is ginning up trouble. AOC is ginning up trouble. They want to bring violence. We should ignore the Supreme Court. Let's impeach all the justices. Rudy, if you're in charge right now, if you're the president, what what do you do to calm things down and make sure that Antifa and BLM and these radical leftist organizations don't go nuts tonight? First thing is I defund the January 6th committee because they're a big phony. Did Trump say anything like this? No, nothing. Did I or Meadows or anybody else say anything like this? You know what Trump said? Go to the Capitol peacefully and patriotically. They want to put them in prison. These people are encouraging murder. Yes. Schumer was encouraging attacking the justice. Justice Kavanaugh. And it almost it almost worked, Rudy. It almost worked. Yeah, and and they're doing this phony January 6th thing on like uh, he said there was a stolen election. Well, my goodness, I said there's a stolen election 500 times and nobody's ever even shut off a firecracker. Right. And, and they don't want to tell you that the court in the District of Columbia has concluded that I had nothing to do. No, 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 none of the, what I said created any of that violence. Of course nothing not. That Donald Jr. said. So uh, this is like... Uh, this is this, this is Nazism. What they're doing. Well, well, it is. And, and, now, and now today they're trying to they're trying to gin up a bunch of violence, and nobody's saying anything about an insurrection. This is fine if it's on the left, Rudy. Yeah. Well, you know, when I look at that committee, I see Schiff. Tell, tell Sean. And when I see Schiff, I say I see biggest liar in America. Yes. Adam Schiff right is the biggest liar. Well, he talked about Russia collusion. He talked about Russia collusion for how long, and it's been proven to be false, and he's still lit, uh, sitting on a committee. It's Rudy Giuliani. I know that your lunch is coming, and I want to ask you quickly about Andrew. People can go to New York um, for Giuliani.com, or what is it? SaveNY.org is the actual direct link uh, now. Your son's doing very well. He's sitting right by you right now. You guys are on the campaign trail in Binghamton. Right here. And, and, and I appreciate uh, you, you out there and spreading the good word. He did very well in the debate the other night. 
Tell me what you think going forward. I mean, the primary is next week. What, what, what do you think is going to happen, Rudy? Because a lot of people are pulling for Andrew. I believe we're going to win it. We know. We got inside word from the Zeldin campaign that he's imploding and is nervous as hell. Should and actually put out a put out a phony poll today where he's 30 points ahead. Oh, come on. And the reality is that in every poll we have, including we share with our opponents, I've got to tell you one thing. They all hate Biden. Astorino, the other guy, they yeah. all hate Biden. Right. And they ripped him apart in the last debate. He was stammering and getting booed by his own audience. And he runs into the arms of Mike Pence. You want to you tell me you're a rhino? Go to see Mike Pence. Yes. He was known as Cuomo's favorite Republican. And he directly lied, and Andrew nailed him in it, in which Andrew said, did you ever refer to Trump as a racist? He said, no. Two minutes later, you see him on CNN agreeing that Trump is a racist. Wow. Yeah, and, 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 and that, and that uh, people of New York need to know that because the Republican Party has been pushing Zeldin so hard. Uh, but they're also very, very interested in what Andrew's doing. So uh, g- give me a prediction next week. Does he come out of the primary? It's looking good? I think I think he wins the primaries. Also, he's got the one thing they have. He's got, he's got more energy than the three of them combined. I mean, he doesn't stop. And that reminds me of, of, of Trump. Reminds me of me, and you can win on enthusiasm in the last couple of days. He's going to be everywhere. And New York He's is New York. New York is primed and ready, Rudy. You know that they are. This is the same sort of situation they faced when you were elected. And to elect a Republican in that in that state, it's because people don't feel safe and secure. I know Andrew would bring that back. Go to saveny.org. Saveny.org. I'm going to let you go and eat your lunch. And and uh, next time you've got to invite me. Is that a deal? That's a deal. Okay. Looks really good. I haven't had a chance to taste it yet because you're asking me so many questions. <laughs> but you know, I copy you. That's why I do a good job. Oh, come on. No, I, I appreciate the compliment. Uh, it's uh, saveny.org for the campaign of Andrew Giuliani. Uh, RudyGiulianiCS.com. Go check out his podcast, everything he does. Mayor, thanks a million. Let's talk again soon. Very soon. All right, okay. All right. We're Not back much. after this. Stay right here. Joe Pags. Hi, great to have you. Always appreciate uh, Rudy Giuliani coming on. Again, RudyGiulianiCS.com. Go and check out his podcast there. And if you're in New York, Take a good look at Andrew Giuliani. That is Polo. That is Sam. That's Carrie. I'm Joe. Have a good weekend. Bye. This is the Joe Pegg Show.